Hey, millennials. I know a lot of young men struggle with this idea of leadership in the home, especially the way our world is set up. And so I want to talk a little bit about that today. This isn't going to be comprehensive, and this probably isn't going to be the only time I talk about it. But it's something that's been on my list of things to talk about anyway. And so I figured, you know, I should just go ahead and do it. It's, I was having a conversation with a friend, and the dream, it, it started coming up in dreams. So there's a lot of layers to what I want to bring to the table here. But I'll do the best I can to walk through it. So when you're a man raising a family, trying to raise a family, it's hard uh, in this day and time because men are facing challenges that I don't think that they faced 40, 50 years ago. I don't, I don't think men have always had this challenge of women competing with men in their lives. And what I mean by that is it used to be a man had roles I mean, th and life was hard, you know. A man had roles like hunting, fishing, protecting, providing for the family. If you ever watch Little House on the Prairie, it's a good good example there. And that, you know, in modern society, you had guys that would go to work, work at the office or the factory or whatever, come home, and they would be able to provide for their family on a single income. And then we've always had these staples throughout our lives as figures of manhood. So you would have something like uh, cars or hunting or fishing or sports or things like that. And there were just these guy spaces and you would go there with your dad or your uncles or your cousins or other men your age or men a little bit older or whatever. And you would, you would kind of glean from all of this and you would learn through osmosis what it meant to be a man. And a lot of guys have gone or are going through this process and then you come out of the other side and you have a pretty good idea what that means. And then you become a Christian and it all changes because not only are you dealing with this secular world, but now you're dealing with things on a spiritual level. And so there's challenges on both sides. You have this challenge to young men right now where when you're young, you have a hard time getting a job. That's just when the economy's bad, seems like people aren't hiring young men because young men are known for not being reliable. They're known for being stupid, making mistakes, um, needing mentorship. And it seems like a lot of these businesses just want somebody who's just going to come in and know what they're doing or be reliable or whatever. And there's, um, you have to sell yourself a certain way. You have to portray yourself a certain way in order to win the trust of your employers and your coworkers and the people around you. And you also have to have a certain level of competence, not confidence, but competence. And young men often, even if they have confidence in spades, they don't often have the competence to do the job or to do the task effectively. And so you have all these things working against you. And then... You, you start a family at whatever age and you're trying to do things. And not only have you had the issues of 
all the things against young men, but now you're in, in a shared space with women, even before, this isn't even concerning the home, this is still in the workplace, where the women in the workplace are doing the same thing you're doing, um, and we have these social standards that are clearly uneven, uh, depending on the situation, so you have some social standards where the traditional masculine role is expected, and then you have some standards where it's not allowed, or it's there's like a gray area. You don't really know how to act unless somebody shows you. And we'll do these things where we have like these uh, online courses or whatever, and they obviously seem to get it wrong in every sense, but that's that's not the point that I want to hit on today. When you come to the home, and then you you become a Christian, and you read that... <laughs> Christian men are supposed to be leaders in their families. And then you have to figure out what that means. Um, when you're raised in an egalitarian society, leadership isn't taught. Uh, Christian ideal of submission isn't taught. And so not only do you not have women who are wives who are submitting to their husbands, you don't have husbands playing the role that they're supposed to submitting to Christ even. And so that's the that's the first broken issue that needs to be put together. You think and a lot of people think that when you talk about leadership in the home that the first thing you need to do is orient everyone in the family and tell them what their positions are and make them follow the positions that they're supposed to be in. And I don't know if that's the case. What I do know absolutely 100% needs to happen is that the man needs to put himself under the authority of Christ and work as hard as possible to stay there. And so sometimes that means looking for biblical advice in a situation you don't know what to do. So you have to find godly men. Um, we'll have situations where Men think that if they do manly things and they do things that other men are doing, then they'll be seen as men or whatever. And that's just not the case. Uh, give me one second. Y'all go over there back to the playground. Sorry. I got kids coming to over here and it's going to get loud. Um... So you think that just being around under other men, you'll learn how to be another, a man. Um, doing manly things will make you manly. Um, doing jobs and things that you know that culturally is common sense that we're supposed to do is, is the way to go. And to a degree, yes. But then like you do those things and then you have this failure somewhere along the way. And you're like, what the heck? I did everything right. Or I did everything I was supposed to do. Well, that's the realm that needs to be fixed. The, the real, you have two kinds of men in the world. You have the, the fleshly, worldly man, and you have the godly man. The godly man is positioned under Christ and under Christ's authority and therefore under Christ's protection, for one. He has biblical and godly wisdom to fall back on. And he knows that when things get too hard for him to deal with on his own, he can run to God in prayer 
and supplication. He can find other men around him, godly men, who will carry him in prayer. He has tools at his disposal. The secular man, you take your, your most confident, you know, manliest man that you can think of. And we see these guys all the time. And they still fail in these areas of manhood somewhere along the way. And it's and it's not an issue of nobody's perfect. That's not what I'm getting at. It's the way that they deal with their failure. Um, we had a, on, a, what was it, Sway Universe, D1 a few weeks ago. Hang on. Y'all go back to the playground. One kid gets sent away, so the other kid thinks they can come over. Um, <clears throat> Sway's Universe, we had D1 talking about Jim Jones, I believe. You know, spreading violence and saying things uh, in his rap music that, that is a detriment to the black community. And Jim Jones was on Sway Universe, and he didn't like that. He didn't like what D1 said. He didn't like being called out. And he didn't like being called out for violence, and so his in in a very underlining, undertone sort of way, he used he threatened D one with violence for calling him out for violence, which just exemplifies the problem. And this is what men in the world do. This is what men in the flesh do. They're fragile. They are. They can't control their impulses. They can't control their anger. They can't control their uh, thoughts. They're they're in a chaotic world. Sometimes they're addicted to drugs. They're addicted to substances and behaviors. And all of that is a realm of sin. All of that is falling short of the glory of God. That's sin. A man in sin cannot effectively lead his family. A man in sin is Adam. We know the story of Adam and Eve. Now, there's two versions of the story, depending on who, who's telling the story and, and how they interpret it. And so some people interpret it that Adam was standing right next to Eve when she took this fruit from the snake and she ate the fruit. We'll just call it an apple for this conversation. And so she takes the apple, she takes a bite, and Adam's standing there. And so that kind of man is the man that says, I respect your your decisions and your ability to make your own choices. And I will not stop you uh, from doing what you want to do because respect and whatever. Well, that man is guilty of not protecting his family from the choices that they're making. The godly man would intercede in some capacity. Um, and if... Eve doesn't agree with you and will fight you and argue about with it about with you about it. Okay, ultimately, yes, that is her decision. But to stand by and just watch your family walk into sin, that's what Adam did in that particular interpretation of the story. And then we have another one where she comes, you know, she does the interaction with the snake, and then she takes the fruit and she goes and finds Adam and gives it to him, and he's maybe sleeping or something. And in that version of the story, he says to God, the woman that you gave me, gave me the fruit and I ate it. Therefore, trying to pin the blame on God and pin the blame on the woman for something that he ultimately did. Now, that's the man who sees his family making bad decisions and says, these are not 
the decisions that you should be making. But I want solidarity with my family. So these aren't things that we're supposed to be doing, but I have to do it in order to keep the peace in the home. That man is also a failure and also in sin. And both of those men are Adam. Now Christ gives us another example. Christ gives us the example of the man who lived through all of the hurt and the temptations of this world, yet didn't sin. And so in that example, you have the man who sees his family walking into sin and says, no, don't do it this way. That is a way of destruction. This is a way that is displeasing to God. This is not our way. We need to go this way. We need to do it this way. We need to leave those things over there and we need to do this over here. And he leads his family out of sin and away from sin and toward Christ. A man who can't do that is a man who will fail time and time again. Every single time. And so... Young men looking to be more godly, young men looking to lead their families can't do that if they're in sin themselves. They have to be following Christ. They have to be under the authority of Christ in order for this to work. And so what you'll do is you'll have the man refusing to engage in certain activities um, and suggesting the same thing to his family. And they say, no, we want to watch this TV show, blah, blah, blah. Now, depending on the situation you're in, like you're going to have to make a stand. And you're going to have to understand that under the household, under the leadership of Christ, the household belongs to God. When you give your life to Christ, you give everything to Christ. So your home all everything under that under that roof is God's. So you'll hear a lot of phrases like, "If you want to do that, if you want to live that way, you're not going to do it under this roof." As for me and my house, we shall serve the Lord. And the godly man has to stand on that, which means the godly man is saying, "We're not going to have this behavior in this house. We're not going to live in chaos. We're not going to have." I'm not going to have you talking back to your mother. You're a child. You will behave like a child. You will obey your mother and you will not embarrass your mother by speaking to her that way or by speaking back, by talking back. You are not to rebel against your mother. You're going to obey your mother. Otherwise, I'm going to have to punish you as the head of this household. I'm your father. I'm telling you to obey your mother. And if you don't want to do that, you want to be disobedient, then there's consequences to deal with. And if the man can't take a stand in those actions and say that and mean it and follow through with it, then there can't be stability in the home. Okay, look, I know, honey, you're upset about this, but first, like, you got to stop yelling at me. Stop yelling. Bring it down like you're getting worked up. I said, I'm, I'm, I said, okay, we're done. I'm not arguing with this with you about this there's nothing to fight about I, I understand what you're saying I agree with you so stop you have to stop too I said okay I'm gonna stop we're not I'm not gonna fight with you about this you have to stop too okay bring it bring it back down to north like you're getting worked up and it's affecting me and that's not okay it can't be that way 
You have to be able to engage properly because everyone is expecting you as the man to be solid and be a solid foundation. And when she is the woman in Proverbs who tears down her own home with her own hands and she's determined to do that, and when those kids are screaming their heads off and they refuse to obey and they're hiding behind mom and mom is getting in between you and the kids and she won't take a stand and she won't let you discipline, them, then you have to go to God. Then you have to go to God. Because this ain't working. I don't know what to do. I don't know how to handle it. Give me grace. Give me strength. Show me what to do. But you have to remain under God's authority and under God's protection. Or you're not going to be able to lead your family into those things as well. And so like this, it's like if God, if, if everybody's out in the field and you see a storm coming in and you're saying, guys, the storm is coming in. We're going to get rained on. It looks like a pretty violent storm. It looks dangerous. Come into this cave. And this cave is the authority and the protection of God. You shelter from the storm. No, we don't want to go in the cave. We want to play outside. And the kids are in the stream and they're playing with sticks in the stream and they won't come in. And you go to grab them and your wife is in. She's not coming in. She's like, no, it's a beautiful day. I don't want to come into this. You know, I don't mind a little rain. And you you try to grab the kids and she says, she's you know, she's fighting you on that. And you try to grab her. She's fighting you on that. So you go over to the cave and you see and you're saying to your family, guys, come over here. Here, it's dangerous there. There's a storm coming. I can see it. I see the danger. I know you guys don't see it, but please trust me. Come here. Now, there is a two-way street, you know. The woman has to trust you. The kids have to obey you. But right now, we're going to pretend you're, you're not in that situation. You ain't got no control over your kids and your wife don't trust you. So you still have to be in God's will, in that cave, saying, come here. Come this way to safety. Please trust me. Please listen to me. I am trying to show you what is right. Come this way. And then they out there and then they get stuck in the rain and it's all soaking wet and lightning is striking and they're all scared. And they're freaking out and they're like, and it's wild. And they're like, you don't love us. Why don't you come? Why don't you help us? Come here. If you get out of the rain, you won't have to deal with that. Come here. And they're in sin and they're going, oh, you won't do it. You won't give us what we want. We want you to. I want to play in the street. Chaos and terror and, and, and emotions. and But you have to stand fast under the protection of God. You're in that cave and you're saying, guys, I told you to come out of the rain. I told you to come out of the sin. Come here. Come over here. You're not listening to me, and that's why you're in the situation you're in. Come here. And if they, it's a fight, man, and you have to be willing and ready for that fight. When you're losing the fight, you go to God for strength. But that is the best analogy I can give you because in this world, people don't like being told what to do and what they can't do, and they don't want nobody to say nothing to them. And you got to let people. Just be out there in the rain sometime. As much as it hurts and as much as you love them, you grab them by the arm, you're like, come on, and they fighting you on it, and then the rain comes. Let them get toe up. Let them get toe up. That's their problem. 
And the entire time you standing in the cave and you're saying, come over here. Here's where safety is. Here's where shelter is. I'm trying to show you the way. Listen to me. Whether they want to play their part or let you, there is no, they let you be the man. There is no, they let you play your part. There, the only choice is, are you going to be the man or not? So that, you know what I'm saying? Like if they out there in the rain, they're out there in sin, they're out there acting crazy, blaming you for stuff, blaming you for the rain that you try to warn them about all that. That ain't got nothing to you with, do with you making a decision to stay in the cave, to stay in God's will and to keep calling to them saying, come over here. No, I'm not going to budge. No, I'm not going to come get you. Come over here. I tried to tell you it was coming. Yeah, you're wet and it's scary. It's bad. That's because you won't listen. Now come over here. You want to be safe? Come over here. I'm not coming outside of God's will to get you. I'm not coming outside of God's protection to get you. You come over here. That's the way it has to be. And as long as they are in rebellion, they will remain in sin and remain in rebellion. You have to stay in God's will. That's all I got for you guys today. Um, I am streaming these on my personal Facebook page. So if you're a friend on Facebook, we're doing that for a while. See how that turns out. And I am streaming this on kick.com slash zero for hire. So if you're following me on kick, I'm not sure what the capacity of my being able to stream video games is going to be until we get figured out something with the internet. I don't know if we need to upgrade or what's going on, but the internet seems crazy slow. So I'm trying to get that worked out because I want to be playing some games again. And I'd love to have you guys hang out while we're doing that. Also, I'm going to be starting a new job because I don't like just being around the house too much. So even though we have like bills covered and stuff, I still need to be out working and doing something. So there will be days where I'm not going to be doing the stream, but I will still be recording the podcast. There will be days where the connection is lost and, you know, it, the signal will drop out or whatever, but I'll still do the podcast. So if you in, if you enjoy these and if they're important to you, please go to iTunes or please go to zeroforhire.com. I, see, I give you iTunes because some of you guys that have iPhone, you just insist on doing it that way. I haven't been kicked off iTunes, but I'm there. The Millennial Rain Podcast or come to zeroforhire.com and you'll have all the various links you can catch up with the show you can keep up with the show and you won't miss anything if I can't stream Uh, that's all I got for you guys for today thank you for hanging out God bless and I will see you on the next one